0: You're listening to the Incubate Her Podcast, episode number 27. About self-development, fulfillment, and career growth so you can reach your true potential. Now your host, Pauline Francois. Hello, everyone. I hope you are doing great. It is mid-May and the weather feels like November. <laughs> so, I'm really looking forward for us to have a real spring. However, the good news is next week we're finally going to be able to get back to restaurants in France. So, at least during the day and in restaurants that are outdoors, but still. So, I hope you're doing great. It's been a tricky situation for sure. I hope that this content brings a little bit of insight and entertainment as well. I am working on the backhand on a super, super exciting guest for the next person that I will be interviewing in the Get Inspired series. So definitely be on the lookout for that. I just cannot wait for her to be on the podcast and for you to get to listen to her. She is such an inspiring, positive, smart person. So, Enough teasing, but I just wanted to let you guys know that I'm in the works for that right now and I'm just super pumped about it. Following last week's episode about creating habits, we are going to dive further into that topic because creating habits is eventually what is going to bring you the results that you want in your life. Today, I'm going to share with you the tools that I use to foster good habits. First of all, let me clarify what I mean by good habits. You know, I like to do that so we are on the same page. (laughs) Because basically, what something means to me might not be what it means to you. So, what do I mean by good habits? There are habits that are going to help you reach your goals, whether that's professionally or personally, and set you up for a positive balance in your life in which you are impactful, productive, and healthy. And healthy, it's everything. You know, your mind, your body. That's what it means to me to have a good habit. It might mean something different to you, but I'm going to share my insight and hopefully you can apply that into your life. The tools I use to foster good habits, there's a set of different ones. And there's a set of different processes that I've put in place. The first one, that's a tool everyone has that is available, whether digitally or on paper, and that is the trusted calendar. Really, really, really important. Why is a calendar important? We said last week that in order for a habit to stay sticky, you need to prepare ahead to make sure You're not going to avoid doing it when it comes time to do it. Having a calendar helps you do just that, is plan. Plan in advance for the habits so that you know you're going to have space for them. And also you kind of know that they're there, (laughs) if that makes sense. And so you're less likely to skip them or avoid them. So when it comes to work, for example, I like to plan one-to-ones with the colleagues I want to make sure that I see. So I plan one-to-ones there in my calendar. And that comes in my personal life as well. I have dear friends. We're a group and it's difficult to see each other. Well, especially more with the pandemic, but you know, in normal life, it's difficult. We all have busy schedules and a lot going on. So we have monthly dinner times that we know we can look forward to. And if for some reason someone has something that doesn't make it possible that day, either we keep the scheduled event or we reschedule in advance. I also like to have bi-monthly syncs or monthly team meetings that are set up in advance. All of that allows you to make sure you're going to see these people. And when it comes to work, it is also a good way to keep the pace into whatever you're driving. So you get to reshare your vision and you get to talk about your business strategy, if it has evolved, how and why. You have a moment to check your KPIs, how much you're progressing on certain projects or on certain tasks or initiatives that you're driving, and also it makes you aligned with your stakeholders. The other thing that I use my calendar for is also any other habit that I need to have in my calendar. So it can be breaks. Knowing I have breaks, psychologically, it avoids procrastination because you know that you have an upcoming break during which you'll get to unwind and boost up yourself. I'm talking about lunch break. I'm talking about coffee break with a colleague, a a catching up, not necessarily linked to business, but just to see the person. Granted, right now, when I do that, I see them on Google Meets because, you know, we're not in the office majority of the time. But, you know, that could be something that you can plan when hopefully soon life is back on track. The calendar is a tool that you must not neglect, it is really powerful. And usually, what I advise is either to plan your week on Fridays or on Monday morning. I prefer Monday morning. I feel it gives me an opportunity to dive back into my files, to dive back into my projects, the latest interactions I've had with my customers, and um, anything that's important that I want to make sure I don't forget, because there's a lot going on. So I highly encourage you to use your calendar and um, there are tons of videos on YouTube that you can check on people who share how they organize their calendars and how you can make it a really, really powerful tool for your habits and your productivity. Usually, it's better when you plan to stick to shorter meetings. Unless it's a quarterly business review or you know something like a big event, You mostly don't need an hour to do something. 30 minutes is way enough. You can also plan 15 minutes break for meditation session. That's something that I do. I try to have in my calendar moments for meditation. Meditation is a habit that's important to me. And I will talk about it a little bit more um, after we cover the apps. Apps are a tool that I love to keep up with the habits I want to put in place or I want to keep in place. Yes, I'm a bit of a geek, so <laughs> for sure, I like the digital approach of the app. I love that you get kudos or you get, um, <laughs> you know, to check something and it makes a, a cute noise. And, you know, I'm like that. I Don't know that it will work for you. It could be an app. It could be a to-do that you have written where you have check marks. But for me, I find it very satisfactory to be able to track on a daily basis the habits that are important to me. The first app I ever used in order to track my habits was called Habit Daily Tracker. I really liked it. I paid for the full version, but eventually they changed like a couple of months ago. They changed that and um, I don't like the widget anymore and they have you pay some more to get a proper widget that works so i have switched since then to another app that it's called habits tracker the logo is um i think like a pale red and it has a circle with a check mark if you head over to app stores you know whether play store or the apple app store There's tons of apps. These are the ones that I've tried and I really liked. Back to Habits Tracker. I absolutely love this app. I did pay the full version as well. (laughs) And I like that it's not a monthly payment. I hate apps that have you pay monthly for some reason. For me, it doesn't cut it. I like to pay once and then I have full access all the time. You can try it though before. And there's a free version where you can have a couple of I think like three to four habits that you can put. But once you're on the full version, you can put any habit that you want. So if I go into my app, for me, the habits are going to be, and there's one I need to add actually, is go early to bed because I've been really bad at this lately. So for me, the habits that are important to me is drinking water. I want to remind myself to drink more water. It's very important for my health. I want to make sure I don't forget because I stay on my desk a lot of the time and I'm working away and then I forget to hydrate myself and that's bad. (laughs) So one, that's important to me. The other one is to write. I try to write daily anything, whether that's in the form of a journal or in the form of gratitude bullet points or anything that is important for me to put on paper. Then I have a habit that's reading. It's 10 minutes. I didn't want to make it too long. So, you know, I wouldn't make it fit into my schedule, but it's important to me to get back to reading because I haven't done that enough. I have one about meditation. One to make sure I listen to at least a podcast episode. By the way, if you want a list of podcasts that I listen to, I can definitely share with that. Just let me know and also exercising um, and stretching. I am really bad at stretching, and so I make it part of my daily routine to at least stretch for five minutes. So you see, these are short habits. Most of them are not long, however, it makes me make sure to fit them into my schedule. Then I can do more if I want to, which is usually the case. But I find that if you set time that are extended, it can discourage you from actually doing the habit. So let's take the example of meditation because I spoke about that earlier. Meditation is one of the habits that matter to me a lot. After having a super stressful day, or whilst having a super stressful day, or super busy, it helps me catalyze my thoughts and calm my spirit down. I use another app to meditate, and it's called Headspace. There's also plenty of meditation apps out there. The one that I use currently, I love, Headspace. It has a ton of different guided meditation, short ones if you don't have a lot of time, and also it has topics about different types of meditation. So, that could be like how to stay focused or uh, learning to let go, or tons of different topics which are super useful, I find. And an additional reason. I really like it is because it interoperates with Habits Tracker, my Habits app. When I go into Headspace and I do my meditation session, it automatically sends a signal to Habits Tracker that I did do my habit of the day, which is pretty cool if you ask me. We spoke about last week about how important cues are in order to make sure you get cracking with your habits. Now, the apps I've just mentioned and the fact that I can take them and I can track them, I love the analytics that comes with it. And that right there is a cue for me. It is important that any habit you want to foster, you know and you are aware of the cues that trigger them. Cues work as reminders that are going to trigger the start of the habit. It's important to find the cues that work for you whether that's through the app, through writing, a to-do, anything. When you did do something that you want to integrate repetitively into your daily routine, do question what was the cue that made you do it in the first place. It could be working together with a colleague, knowing you have a deadline, preparing your schedule ahead of time, preparing your bag, let's say if that's a sport you're going to. Make sure you know those so you can replicate them later in order to serve the stickiness of the habit. Also, I would highly encourage you to look for people who inspire you to keep up with the habits you like Whether it is a person in your real life or someone that makes contents that help you, that could be through a podcast, through a blog, through YouTube videos and whatnot, that will work as a prompt for you to keep going and inspire you and create a virtual circle. Similarly, look for what elements stop you from doing something that's important to you. Is it an organizational problem, a lack of motivation, something that distracts you. Once you've analyzed these different elements, positive and negative, it will be easier to know how to react when they come up. That is for the negative ones and how to foster the positive ones so your habits can become ingrained in your day-to-day. Generally speaking, when you know yourself, it's easier to navigate your habits, the ones that are good and the ones that are not serving you. Speaking of which, next week I'll talk about how to quit habits that don't serve you. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. As always, I appreciate your time. I know it is precious. Thank you so much for your kind feedback as well. It means a lot to me. I am truly grateful that I have listeners that appreciate my content. Do let me know in the Apple Podcast app that you like it as well. It really helps me keep going. Give me five stars and a review. It doesn't take a lot of time, I promise. And it serves this podcast a lot. Feel free also to share this content with other people, other people in your circle on LinkedIn and all the good stuff. So maybe can help them and inspire them as well. I will talk to you next week. Bye. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Comment on this episode on the incubateher.net. For more tips and content, visit the paulinefrancois.net site. Don't forget to subscribe, share, and review. I appreciate your support so much, and I'll talk to you soon.